You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant Podcast with your host, Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and mummy to one amazing little girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a share on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode. I am very old when it comes to pageantry. I'm not very old in general. Um, I think I probably thought this age would feel very old when I was younger, but we do that, don't we? Whatever age isn't ours that's progressively like past our age, we think is old. But when I came to, I was 27 when I did my first pageant. Um, I'm mean, a lot this morning. I will also say I've got quite a croaky throat today. It's been progressively getting worse. I've been doing most mornings recording podcasts, so that might be part of the problem. But I will uh, look after my throat today and be good. And hopefully it'll recover a bit for tomorrow. But I, yes, was 27 when I did my first pageant. And part of what drew me to Galaxy was the fact that I was actually, like, not aged out. I think there's an official term for it, but it might be aged out. Aged out of doing Galaxy. Uh, that I was actually able to do it. So that there was an age category for me. And at the time, it ran up to 29. So I knew I had, uh, I think, three, 27, 28, 29. So I, th- I thought I had three years, two or three years, that I was going to be able to compete in that category and the MS category in the UK didn't exist when I did that it was um, Miss and then went straight to Mrs and I was currently getting divorced so I wasn't gonna be doing Mrs anytime soon <laughs> and that didn't have an age cap on it but the Miss England category was was very big it was a big category and so I completely understand why it can be any bigger. And then in 2017, no, in 2016, they actually launched the MS category in the UK anyway. And I was still a miss then. Uh, and when I signed up in 2017, I would have been doing the MS category um, had I not decided to not do it, to have my daughter instead. Uh, so there's that. But I do is seen as like a young person's game and there are a lot more pageants now that have these categories for older women older I feel ridiculous saying older about a 27 year old someone that's over 27 um, but even actually 27 it was tricky to look at some of them um the the categories for the the big names um so you've got your Miss World Miss Universe Miss Earth Miss Galaxy the big names not many of them took um anyone over like 25 or something it was yeah I was just like oh I've discovered this thing that I'd really like to do and I've discovered it too late and I like to believe it's never too late to try something but these systems were saying yes it is 
Now, there are more MS categories coming up. There is a lot more misses now as well. Uh, but I kind of, I don't feel like they should say, oh, well, now you're old, you should be married. Uh, like, I like that there's a missus category. I think that's great. But I feel like if you're going to the effort of having a missus category, you should seriously consider having an MS category. Or you should just have an MS and that includes the missus if you're still a smaller system. Because it's a bit, I want to say mean, a bit off. No, one of those words, but not quite so aggressive. Uh, that is saying, now you're over this age, you should be married. And that's not always the case for a lot of people. And I want to touch on different areas and help with different areas wherever I can and bring in experts in different areas for other things, though, that seem to worry the older contestant. Um, I'm not saying we're old, I'm going with the word older. <laughs> there was no offence meant by this podcast. Uh, because we, you do, as you get older, you do start to live in different worlds to younger generations. Not completely, uh, but you do tend to have a bit more responsibility as you get older and a bit more of a demand on your time as you get older. I didn't grow up in a time where we had YouTube makeup tutorials. So yes, the younger generations seem to know how to do their makeup a lot better than the majority of the people of my age. Like, we're still struggling here. We're still trying to get rid of like the orange line under our chin and the over-tweezed eyebrow look that was the... Um, late 90s and early noughties, uh, the, the struggle's real, struggle's real, trying to get like your eyebrows to magically grow back after that amount of abuse. There are other requests on our money. So it's not just our time that's being demanded all over the place. We might have kids and mortgages and businesses that we run that, that require our finances more than buying a new dress getting the new shoes and things like that it's but these are lots of different areas that I want to try and touch on in the podcast I do have a big passion for trying to get older older ladies into pageantry more MS and more misses into pageantry because I think it opens up amazing doors uh it's amazing confidence building it's nice to have something that's just yours as well uh, it's an amazing sense of community. I talk passionately in my work about women in community. In the caves, if we didn't work together and live in community, we would have died. Like, it's actually a defence mechanism that women cluster together and talk because that was a survival survival instinct when we lived in the caves. So I'm very passionate about trying to get women in community and women in community supporting each other and cheering each other on. Uh, for me, there is no place in pageantry and womanhood for women that just belittle other people's successes. I mean, for me, that is not a real woman. A real woman would not belittle someone else's success. They would stand on the side and cheer them on. I love that thing about a real queen uh, straightens another queen's crown without letting anyone else know it was crooked. That, I think, is beautiful. Uh, so, look up that meme. I'm sure it's somewhere. I'll probably share it on social at some point. But pageantry isn't just about 
the getting on stage. There's so much more to it. There's so much more of the sisterhood and the confidence and the community, the charity aspect. We do get very busy getting caught up in our own lives. And even if you were passionate about charity and community work when you were younger, as you get older, it sort of slips down the priority list. And I do feel like pageantry helps to bump it back up again. I myself am doing planning two charity events uh, that will be half for the Christie, which is the Galaxy's charity, but also half for two other charities that I've wanted to work with for ages. And actually having the Galaxy coming up has given me that sort of deadline to be like, right, I've wanted to do this for a long time and now I'm finally going to get around to working with these two charities. It's that encouragement, that little bit of extra confidence that you can step forward to do new things when you've got your sash, whether it's your regional or your national or you win an international. It does open doors, not just to for career-wise and to advance yourself, but also to step out of your comfort zone and do things that you wanted to do that do benefit yet yeah, the, the bigger picture of life but you wouldn't necessarily get around to doing it if you weren't doing pageantry. And that, that hasn't got an age cap on it. That hasn't got a hasn't got a, a stamp on it that says no one over 25. That's just ridiculous. But there is, you do need to juggle things carefully. I think the time is definitely one of the biggest factors with the, the, the older pageant contestants um, because we gen, generally, generally, not always, generally, have more demands on our time. And that's partly why I wanted to call the podcast Mummy is doing a beauty pageant because I think no one knows like time divide like a (laughs) mum. Sorry, dads, but majority, this is a bit of a generalisation, a bit of a stereotype. And I know there are some dads that are doing it all too. But on the whole, uh, if you want to understand real like the split time divide, mum guilt, it's yeah, it's mum you want to speak to. On the whole, generalisation, like I said, there are exceptions to the rule. But that's one of the big things I wanted to focus in, is you can you can be a mum or have lots of commitments to your time and still come into pageantry and enjoy pageantry and, and get the most out of it and still win the national titles and the regional titles and things. And now systems are so much more accepting of people being mums. It's definitely going to go into deeper go into this deeper in future episodes particularly around appearances and prep and things like that and I've got some different experts in the different areas of that lined up to talk and really dig deep into what actually really matters because that's quite a tricky thing when you're new to pageantry you can waste a lot of time on things that don't really matter and then part of that is knowing your system if you know your system really well you know what matters to your system and then you know what not to waste your time on so that's a key point too. I know women in their 50s that are into pageantry. Like it's there's no there's no cap on it. It's about finding a system that would allow you. Allow is a horrible word. That sounds like you've done something wrong. But the systems quite often the national systems are held to the international system standards. Maybe it is that they feel like they'll put off younger people competing if there's older people in the category. But there are plenty out there that do support the older woman. Older woman, again, over 27 is not old. But some, I feel like some systems make us feel old by being like, no, you're too old for us. 
when in fact I've got a lot of life left to live. I, I'm 32. I plan on this being about a third of the way through my life. Thanks. I feel like I've got a lot left to give, definitely. And I always joked, my 30th year was going to be my best year, and my 30s were going to be where I, I really nailed life. And actually, I feel like they're going quite well so far, um, because I had my daughter the year I turned 30, so definitely was the best year of my life. And um, yeah, it's all been good since then. Yeah, life has stresses and things, but definitely, I feel like I've made a massive step up in my 30s from my 20s. My 20s were a disaster, but big learning curve. And I don't think I could have been the kind of queen I want to be now if I'd come to pageantry in my 20s. I think it could have all been a complete disaster if I'd come to pageantry in my like early 20s. My 30s is definitely where I'm going to excel in lots of areas of my life because I've had that time to get to know myself. And particularly in Galaxy, they talk about you really need to just be yourself. And I didn't know who I was until like the last sort of five, year, five six years. So there you go. Would have been a terrible Galaxy girl if I'd done it in my early 20s. Whereas now I know myself and I'm true to myself and I'm very much an open book. And I feel like... I'm ready to be the kind of queen that I would want to be should I be lucky enough to get a national or international title at some point. Um, That's what I'm working towards one day. Uh, But I don't think I could have done it when I was younger. So if you think that you can't learn something new now, maybe actually now is the time that you're in your best place to go into pageantry. Maybe you didn't discover it sooner because you weren't in the right place, headspace, mindset, whatever. You weren't feeling ready to do it. I do believe that uh, the chapters in our lives play out in the order they're meant to play out in and that everything happens for a reason. Uh, So if you've suddenly discovered pageantry and you're thinking, oh no, it's too late, I would really like you to have a long, hard look at the situation, uh, consider what system you would like to go into and then jump with both feet. And hopefully this podcast will help you to do it. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spent some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.